When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right now, it's showtime. It's Dave at Mahoney. 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 Dave. It's gotta be Mahoney. It's gotta be Mahoney. Yeah, Dave. Dave. Right, man. Dave at Mahoney. Never mind that. Here comes Dave at Mahoney. Friends, and thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first, Sarah Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start today's show with some bad news? Over a quarter of children rushed to the University of Chicago Burn Center between 2010 and 2020 suffered from burns from a very specific thing instant ramen noodles. As somebody that children? was very, very broke at college and ate a tremendous amount of ramen noodles, I can confirm. It does have the ability to burn the hell out of you. I think this number is actually higher. When I was in college and I would burn the hell out of myself, I just didn't have the means to go get medical care. You just had to deal with it. But would you be considered a child when you were in no, college? No, you're not. Days? You're not. Oh, I mean, it's you're young adult. Kind of hurtful. I, I mean, how, is, is this an epidemic that is sweeping the nation? This yeah. uh, uh, this fiery ramen. They're saying the study noted that 790 pediatric patients admitted to the hospital with scalding injuries, 31%, were children who suffered burns from handling or eating the instant noodles. Real bad parents out there. Yeah. Yeah, but the instant noodle cups, I mean, those are liquid lava in a cup, in Mm -hmm. a styrofoam cup. Um, I will say, even the, uh, the, the, have you guys ever had the, maybe not, the Kraft mac and cheese? In the little cups. Mm-mm. Never done the instant. My kids love those. Yeah. But same yes, thing. I've had those. Molten lava when they come out. Of course. It takes like 45 minutes for it to cool down unless you just straight up dump cold water. Yeah, it's like, hey, it. here's this instant Kraft mac and cheese. Only instant three and a half ramen. Minutes, it takes but, three minutes. Yeah, and, and four months to heal the yeah. burns. And the wounds. I feel like uh, let's not let kids eat uh, instant noodles anymore. Did you guys ever get burned badly when you were a child? Uh, no, not really. I mean, from a straightener or something like that, sure. I don't not, think but, I ever... That, like, severe I still, to go to the ER. Can you guys see this scar right there on my on my arm? No. Uh, yeah. There's a little bit of a patchy It's patch like a patch hair. right there, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, it was from when I was a kid. Mm, I was, it was, I was like eczema. Out to, uh, it, it is not, how dare you? Um, I feel like you're just making the story up because you've got eczema. I haven't even told you the story yet. Oh. And I don't have eczema. That's that guy. Nothing wrong with eczema dudes. Big Sounds like we're uh, eczema shaming here. <laughs> um, I mean, not shaming, but I mean, that definitely does not look like a burn. You're about to be my eczema co-host if you can do that. <laughs> 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 Just was, flick me off like one of your flakes. <laughs> oh, come on. No, it's a, I was a little kid, and I was at Perkins, which, shout out to Perkins. Grocery store, right? No, Perkins, was. it's like a fancy Denny's. Is it? <laughs> kind of. Oh, I used been. to love 
Perkins. Perkins was awesome. That's Perkins where we would head. go when we were drunk. Yeah, like those pancakes. In the it's morning. Just like a classier Waffle House. Okay. It's not nice. Well, less, just, you know, less battle Perkins. royal, less fighting Waffle House. You're probably not No, it was fighty. Gonna, it was fighty. You were, Ours was fighty. Okay, well, so I was a kid, so I wouldn't go at the fighty times, but <laughs> maybe, maybe it is just as dicey. But I was at a Perkins, and my parents were having some hot tea, and I just grabbed the pot and just pulled Ooh. it right onto my arm and yeah. yeah. I forgot all about Perkins. Welcome back. Whoa. That was where we would literally go. It was like because it was open and closer than a Waffle House was. Mm. So we would all go. And this is in the era where was the it, boys it, would open their trunks and play all of their uh, the loud music. music. Yeah. And all of it would be right next to each other. So it'd sound terrible because it was oh, just yeah. a bunch of subwoofers playing different things. It was like things. school rivalry. Like yes. the other schools would come and play their super Line loud up music. across the parking lot from you guys. We're all like 17. Ugh. Oh, God, the just horror. pimply and horny. Did you actually touch that a hot drunk. stove? Uh, not that I recall. I mean, I'm sure I have, but no. There I don't was think there. I ever did either. Not not to the point where like I touched it and then left my hand on it long enough to burn me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just I feel like that's one of those things. I feel like there would be more stove injuries than ramen injuries, but we've got 700 plus children. Almost, almost 800, yeah. And actually, probably way more way more injuries at Denny's, Waffle House, IHOP, Perkins. Than by ramen? fights. Yeah. I mean, Not if you had children. to guess how many fights <laughs> a year happen at those four establishments. I don't know. I feel like we're, I feel like we're uh, the United States... Doesn't go to those establishments like they used to. No, you're just old and you don't go there because you you're know more, better. Now. Yeah, no, you're more brittle. You I feel like olds easier. love Waffle House. Those Denny's, are during Perkins, the day. No, yeah. and olds don't love the Waffle House. Not at not at night. No, the olds love uh, Cracker Barrel. That's where you graduate to. That's true. From a Waffle House or a Denny's. When you get your Waffle House diploma, you get to go to a Cracker Barrel. That's true. See, what's funny to me is that you all talk about Waffle House. Not the same way I talk about Waffle House because I only went to Waffle House, not in the drunken hours. Like I really? went to actual like no, for I mean, breakfast. Yeah, we would go eat breakfast there as well, but it was almost always after like a rough night because that that greasy Waffle House food. You never got judged because unless you were actually picking up a salt shaker and chucking it at somebody. Yeah, or, like you never expect the best, but we yeah. always went. Hold up, I'm doing some crazy research here, real quick. Okay. Oh boy! Uh, Are you googling how many fights happen at Waffle House no, every year? No, but I'm, we're going to do some. We're going to do some deduction here. Okay. Perkins, P E R K I N S. Is that how you spell that? I think so. Something close. P E R K I N S. Okay. Yeah. So out of Perkins, IHOP, Denny's, and Waffle House, which one do you think has the most U.S. locations, and how many? IHOP, because Waffle House isn't coast to coast. Denny's. I'm going Denny's. You're both wrong. Waffle, Waffle House, House has you know what? Of course, more, of course, they're is. at every truck stop it's, USA. It's, I mean, you know, when I lived in South Carolina, oh, there would literally be north. two on each exit, but they're only in twenty-five states. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say they're not they're not coast to coast. So there's so many, Ni- but they go hard in those states. man. Nineteen hundred Waffle Houses. Nineteen hundred. This is the one that oh, shocked me. I would oh, guess. Oh, hang on, one skinny minute here. Nineteen hundred Waffle Houses in twenty-five states divided by twenty-five. There is 76 Waffle sure. Houses in every state. I mean, states are pretty well, big. Like Atlanta <laughs> makes up for like uh, at least 300 of those. Uh, <laughs> okay. So the one I would have guessed would have been Denny's. Yeah. Uh, Denny's clocking in at only 1,700. 1,700. Even yeah. further behind that, my second guess would have been IHOP. Yeah. IHOP 
coming in third, barely, with 1,686. Mm-hmm. And then Perkins, uh, again, the reason like why four. I thought it was a grocery store, uh, 280. So, but if we add all those together, that's 500 or 5,500 locations across the the U.S. Let's multiply that by oh, 365 gosh. days a year. That's two. That's that's a number of two million. So out of those locations, two million possible days that there are fights at those locations. There, I bet there is a fight happening at a Waffle House, Perkins, IHOP, or Denny's constantly. I bet there's never there's not never, a time there's never where a there's a fight not in happening. In the 24 hours of yes. the day that there's not a fight <laughs> happening. <laughs> it's because they're all dicey, except for, and I'm, I'm not making this up, this past weekend I was in the car with my wife and we were driving around uh-huh. and we passed by a newer shopping complex and they had a brand new Denny's and I went, wow, that's a pretty nice Denny's. And then I looked at her and I said, I have never said those words before. Are you talking about the one by the house? No, it's a brand new well, one. There's just a pretty new one. Yeah. I just was tucked back in there. I hopped like two weeks ago. You were? Yeah. Was, I was craving some pancakes. Did you get a stack of pancakes? You sure did. Did you get into a fight? I was the only one in there. I was just punch myself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. If you guys were going to steal one single food item, and it can be candy, because in this case it was, that could potentially put you into jail for a long time, because we're talking about felony larceny here, what would you go with? Let me tell you what happened with this guy. It's a thief over in the UK. uh, Stole 200,000... Cadbury cream eggs. Ridiculous. That's a lot. Not of even cat- that good. And well, that's thirty-one thousand pounds. A felony the to UK. catch a bed. Okay. The UK. Their their Cadbury cream eggs are different than our Cadbury cream eggs. Well, and our also Cadbury their cream eggs are trash. America has ruined the Cadbury cream egg. So the uh, the cops actually dubbed this guy the Easter Bunny because of what he did. His name is Joby Pool, thirty-two years old. But that's almost it's over thirty-seven thousand dollars. Joby Pool. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, he used a metal grinder to gain access into one of the Cadbury facilities, and then he stowed away with a stolen tractor this full of Cadbury. This is a stunt for Cadbury. You think so? Well, because yeah, Easter, yeah. Easter's coming up. Uh-huh. Nobody's going to catch a chip felony charge for Cadbury eggs. Well, he stole a... What, are you going to put him on the black market? Well, what are you going to do with I mean, all those no, eggs? I mean, he stole a tractor trailer. He stole and it. I think it just so happened to have Cadbury cream ah. eggs. I don't think he was... He wasn't in the market for... <laughs> out those... Uh, for, dude, they used to be. That was my favorite candy for many years. Like, when I was a child, the OG Cadbury cream eggs. It like, just feels, the filling in there. You just like pure the sugar. Ah, just, it feels so... But they changed it. The, so, the recipe has changed uh, significantly. No. So intimate when you bite into it. Okay, yeah. so my, my <laughs> treat of choice, and I don't eat them all of the time because I hold them so near and dear to my heart. You know those chocolate oranges? Chocolate oranges. You know what I'm mm. talking about? No. They're chocolate. Uh huh. And they're oranges. And, and, oh, and they're, they're orange. orange. They kind of look like oh, little basketballs. I do know. And they're they like, are yeah, so yeah, bomb. Yeah. I don't find them often and I don't eat them often, but whenever I do, I'm like, damn, this is so good. Yeah, I need to eat, yeah. eat more orange. Terries. But, but you pull them apart just like a little orange. Yeah, they're called it's Terries yeah. chocolate orange. Okay, so that's some Terries. That's a, a Terries we I would, like. I would, okay. go, I would go ahead and catch a charge for some Terries. But Cadbury eggs, we can all agree, not that great. Uh, uh, not anymore. Obviously, get all of the guff in the world, and rightfully so. They're just not good. They're okay. They're sandpaper marshmallows. One. They're not good. If you eat a fresh peep, it's okay. Mm, it's I mean, fine. nobody's really throw eating the, the peeps. Throw to the micro- you throw a peep in the microwave you microwave for your 10, peeps? Sec- 10 seconds. Okay. And get it, a little it's, it's a, it, it gives it its elasticity back, get a little pep in its step. But if I, a little peep it, in its if deep. you got a gun to my head 
and I'm having to choose my favorite candy because I love all candies. That's no, no, the thing. I have a sweet tooth. You can tell us your favorite candy, but I also want to know the best Easter candy because I, I, my take is I don't think there's any good Easter candy. What? There are. No. What do you mean? No. The Reese's Easy, Reese's Easy Eggs, Reese's Peanut Butter the Reese's. Eggs, Reese's, they oh, are you know the what? best. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You sound like Prove a me wrong. Reese's. You sound like a toddler <laughs> from Alabama. It's Reese's. Every half of the world is no, on Reese's, no, and half don't. of the other no, world not. is Reese's. This is not a pop and soda uh, it debate. It's, it's Reese's pieces. It's Reese's Reese's pieces. It's Reese's. So best ca- best candy pound for pound, in my opinion. <laughs> Sour Patch eggs. Kids, Sour Patch, but those aren't like Easter candies. No, though. but just, if you want to go you best, Easter, if you want to go best, if you want to go best Easter candy, the, <laughs> uh, I'm with you, Audrey. The Reese's peanut butter eggs, peanut butter eggs are really good because the chocolate to peanut butter ratio is different mm. on those. Thicker. So I think those are better than the OG Thicker ones. But if I'm if I'm picking one Easter candy, I am picking the Whopper egg shaped uh, candies. So, you know, like the little malt mm-hmm. yeah. ones, but they have them in egg shape. Those are my favorite, little speckled eggs. We decorate our house those with those every year. Those we have a little candy eggs. jar full. The Easter yeah. Bunny at my house brought me Andy Cat Pot Fries. Dude, your Easter Bunny is a gangster. Yep. Also, hey, stop bringing us hollow-ass bunnies. I'm going to bite into this bunny, and it's going to be hollow. What do you what kind, what, kind, what kind of full-ass? Pure milk chocolate? Yep. That thing would weigh 30 pounds. I should. But you bamboozle me with that stupid little eye. It's always got like one different colored I will uh, say that, that eye a, on it. That is a very distinct moment in uh, almost everyone's childhood is the first time that you feel that betrayal when you bite into the Easter Bunny's ears for the first time and you think it's going to be a full uh-huh. chocolate egg. Mine always was. Oh, you had full chocolate? Oh. Full chocolate. What kind of fancy ass rich... Oh, well, but that would. and then the egg, too. You'd always have to like have the egg. You never, like, <laughs> you, you, you never <laughs> felt that betrayal? A biting into the ears. Well, because I never got like the giant ones. I only got the oh. ones that were like the kind of big ones that even, were rabbits. Maybe no. the small ones for me. They right? were always in plastic. You could see it. You uh, you would open it up, and then the first thing and you would bite would be its ear. And it was ears, always hollow. And, and then they just, just the whole thing explodes in front of you like a little grenade. Oh went yeah, off. yeah. And you're shrapnel, little small pieces of chocolate that you. Eating out of your hand. Getting catfished. That's yeah. what was happening. That's, that's, our, that's our first experience mm-hmm. being lied to. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What the hell is Inspector Gadget's real job? I'm just wondering because what was he really inspecting? I feel like he was more of a detective. Message deleted. I feel like uh, Inspector Gadget was kind of creepy. Dude, I mean, he had all the all the technology. Anybody who is a freelance spy, you are creepy. I mean, he worked for the government. Yeah, but I mean, you're right. Like freelance yeah. spy, like if we're being real about the like spy the, shops, like the private eye sort of thing. Uh, you know, a lot of the private detectives. How does that even hold up in a in, in a court? It feels real creepy. Where was Mrs. Gadget? Because his daughter Penny is there. She did. Who was out here banging Inspector Gadget? What kind of freaky ass stuff were I you doing? I think she died. You know more about Inspector Gadget than I do. I don't know really Dude, that, a that lot about theme song from Inspector Gadget. Yeah, slap. You guys both know the theme song on Draw? Damn straight. I used to watch Inspector Gadget every day on Nickelodeon. Really? Yeah. 
And then huh. what was that guy's name who did the live Dr. action version? Well, there was Dr. Claw, and you're thinking of Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Which, Matthew Broderick. Live action. Live action. I think I remember it was that. horrible. Oh. Oh, Matthew God. Broderick, unfortunately. Also kind of creepy. Uh, yeah, yeah. A little bit. You know, I mean, it's just going from like a teenage heartthrob to it's hard to transition. To maintain the heartthrobbing. Because when you think about like. From our generation, he went, Dave. Yeah, what was that movie? Ferris Bueller's Day Ferris Off. Ferris Bueller's yeah. Day Off. And he was like the coolest, you know, it's like him and, like, he was, like, it's for, like, Macaulay Culkin to transition to other roles. It's yeah. just, you just can't after things like that. Yeah, he I went mean, from, like, the coolest kid ever to doing musicals with Nathan Lane, well, which I is just I, very Actually, different. that was one of the, the better ones. Sure. I thought, mm-hmm. but it's, you know. Have you watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off recently? No. The f- opening you? scene, because well, it was on Netflix not uh, too long ago, Okay, and uh, I didn't make it the whole movie, don't worry, but the, the like the opening scene, they were really trying to like give him some sex appeal. Like I didn't realize he's like walking around with his shirt off and like trying to be like all <laughs> suave. I was like, this is off-putting. <laughs> well, because you're is an creepy. old woman Weird. now, and that's why. I know, but can you- And he's that, a teenager. What, what about the director who was like, all right, a little more swagger? I think off. it was John Lance. Let me see your male nipples. Really? <laughs> like, so every time I see one of those like teenage heartthrob <laughs> shows or movies, I'm like, the director, exactly like Mahoney said, was like directing- Think of Euphoria. What do you mean? Euphoria they're all supposed to be 16 years old. That's what turned me off to. I know they're not I all 16 I had to pretend like they were in college. John Hughes. Oh, John, John Hughes. Hughes. John, not John yeah. Landis. John Hughes. Seriously, I had to pretend like they were in college the entire time because Euphoria really is so good. But when you take it as a, like, thinking of them in high school, oh, so creepy. Real creepy. Like season one with the little, uh, oh, yeah, just. Uh, I, I can't even watch Euphoria. Yeah. I, I was it's too old. Shame too old. because it's so good. I mean, there no one is actually an adolescent in that show. Yeah, but just no. the way that they're like spinning it—that it is a bunch of sixteen-year-olds. Mm-hmm. You're like, this, this is not for me. Please leave a message after the tone. All right, if you could choose any person in the world to be friends with, who would it be, and why? And they don't have to be a celebrity either. I mean, like anybody. Like maybe it's Greg, maybe it's Janice, maybe it's Karen. <laughs> message deleted. Janice. Janice. They're just saying random names. I mean, Janice? Oh, there's probably a Janice out there somewhere. Do you guys have any celebrities who you're like, man, they're so cool. I want to be BFFs with them or no? I, I mean, you think about some of like the more obvious ones, but like being like BFFs with George Clooney, like how dope would that be? I think actors, no. Professional athletes. Yes. Brian Cranston. He just seems like a good time. The Dos Amigos. Hey, what you do know? you mean? Brian Cranston is not leaving his house. Yeah, he, he's out Actually, all of the time. Him and, for him PR. And, him and, yeah, him and Aaron Paul are out like bartending and having a good yeah, time. For PR, that's work. Yeah, yeah that's but true. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's work. You know who I like to be friends with? Uh, like somebody who works at the IRS. I was going to say <laughs> late 90s, early 2000s, Tiger Woods. Hell yeah. Wait. I would be at Blue Martini with him. <laughs> Every weekend, <laughs> clean it up. <laughs> just, just the runoff. Yep. of the girls he doesn't have time nope. to bang. I don't like Tiger Woods uh, getting bad press for the whole tampon thing. Oh god, uh, I think cares? that is so dumb. It's so stupid. Stop being offended. Everyone's offended by somebody else. Yeah. It's like he handed There's... him a tampon. Oh no! Oh, let's cry. I, I mean, I think that's funny. I mean, it I, is funny. It's two guys giving each other a hard time. Also, relax. where in the world did you find that kind of tampon? 
<laughs> have you, probably have been you in his seen... bag for like 10 years. That was one of those tampons from the early It's like the, yeah. the cardboard <laughs> kind. It's really the, the cardboard yeah. tampon that just has tampons clear hey, across it. He was doing some stuff in the 90s and the early 2000s. He had, you know. That's vintage. Uh, yeah. That's a vintage yeah. tampon. Put, put it on eBay. It's a classic. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys. So a guest arrived late to a hotel where I work after it had closed. You can check in after hours on an app we have, so mm-hmm. they were all set. But it seems upon inspecting the room, she noted that there was, you know what, in the toilet and hair in the bathroom. This guest went so far as to take pictures and email them to the front office. My boss was not happy. Message deleted. I mean, if you walk into a hotel room, which you're supposed to go into, and there's somebody has taken a slam and there's hair all over the place, what, yeah, what I'm kind gonna... of monster takes a crap and doesn't flush it? I don't understand. Or that. it's such you, a monster. Into the shower and you forget. see that all of the or time. It's though. a monster. It's a monster movement, and you just it, it doesn't go down. Are you? Are How you do not you not double flush? That? Yeah, you you stand there and you make sure that you're, it is disposed I, of. I know. I, I would rather we're, we're flush 19 times before entering back into the room than yes. ever just let it let lie. Uh, no question about it. The the uh, the things that you see in public restrooms where people obviously just walk in, pull down their pants, and like a wood chipper just crap everywhere and leave is beyond. I'll me. give you one exception like guys though. Do that more often. One. You think? Ex- one exception. When you walk into a public bathroom that has the automatic sensors and you don't know where the handle is and it's or not like clearly none. marked on the top yeah. for whatever reason. So you're like, yeah. then what do you do at well, that point? You have I mean, to I know it. that's a minority of public you, restrooms. Yeah, you, ha- you have. But to those re- do exist. You Airports. Have re- you have to rehover. They don't have the. No, yeah. uh-uh. they don't have the buttons in some of them. So I know. No. You, have to, you have to go back. And you got to move twice, you, and then yeah, yeah. Have you ever done trying to hand doesn't work? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes no you way, have man. to do a full on like pop a squat back in front of it, as if you're going again, and then move. So yep. that way, it's you, like, and you have to you have to sit there and hold it, so that way it registers. You pretend it's like grocery store doors in the like the <laughs> '80s when it when it registered small children for whatever That's reason. Right, yeah. Just bring back the handle, so I can just like stomp on it. Dude, there is something special about just karate kicking the hell out of a handle. Yeah, sometimes I kick up. Dude, I'll you kick up. A punt. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, would you like to share with the class what you did? You made a significant purchase, Dave, and I think it's unacceptable. There are a few things in life that I feel like you should never skimp on. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that was told to me many years ago that I have kind of taken to heart is that the things that go between you and the ground are things that you should never, ever cheap out on. Beds, never cheap out on that. Fair. Your shoes, a good pair of shoes, especially when you're walking, you never cheap out on that. Tires on your car, you don't cheap out on those because these are things that, you know, one it feels like there's a lot of things though that go between you. But and those ground. are those are. See, but the other the other thing that is mainly between me and the ground throughout most of my day, I spend about eight to ten hours a night sleeping, a mm-hmm. couple hours walking uh, throughout the week. Also, it is wild to me that you get like ten hours of sleep every night. Well, Dave, you know, kick the, the, your the, kids out the bed. Yeah, doesn't That's work like on that. You. What do you mean? It doesn't work like that. What do you mean? It. The baby first off wakes up. Oh, just like you think that they're <laughs> yep. just going to be like, oh, the door's locked. I guess you I'll have your son calmly, caged, caged guess, the rest of them. Yeah, just need some more crates. Dude, you're being held hostage. <laughs> He's got Stockholm syndrome. For real. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, this man, 
I need help. help. <laughs> this is a silent like, yeah, This is, is my safe nice word. Move. Help me. But Dave's in here like, what do you mean 10 hours? You could get it, dude. You no, can, you, you can can't. Try. You have no you idea. You have no I've, idea, man. I spend a lot of time gaming <laughs> right. at home as well, and Did I sit down, and so I have a, I have a, I have a, a really good ergonomically correct chair at my house. And you spent I've a lot of money a, on a that. Herman Miller Aeron chair, which don't ever buy them new. Buy them used. You can find one for like $500. I bet they were like more comfy, too, because they're kind of like broken but, in a little mm, bit. One of the things that I've been complaining about for years, or, you know, especially, it's not so bad at our new studio, because, you know, we moved in here a couple months ago, and we got new chairs. Man, it, I, dude, no, I have like a slip well, disc or something. Like, got, I my, my back chair's pretty good. Hurts. You guys have new chairs over well, there. New, it's new to me. Oh my gosh! Well, remember the in the old old studio, not the one just recently, right. but the one before in the before times. Mm-hmm. Um, that one was totally busted. Like Mahoney's, it was like a once upon a leather chair, and it had been totally cracked, and yeah. it was not a good chair. And, at one point during, like right after we got back into the studio after the pandemic, I bought Audrey and I chairs because I fe- she wanted a gamer chair Never and got I it. wanted like an ergonomic chair. I went and picked it up, but it was like completely trashed. Right. So I ended up returning them and I've been waiting kind of since then trying to find new chairs. I finally found a new chair for me, Dave. It's an $1,800 chair. $1,800? I did not pay anywhere close to this for this chair it's a steel case leap chair it's their top of the line ergonomically correct great lumbar support adjustability it's a stool because i like to sit you know we like to sit up mahoney likes to sit like a queen he likes to be floating above everyone you know because we are in here this is i would say outside of when i'm at home or in my car i I, I sit for four to five hours a day we're not a standing show no No, standing standing shows a-holes well, I mean, untalented a hole. Now, if you're if they're you trying to show up, up, yeah, don't do that. Oh, my, God. my voice doesn't sound good, so like, I have to expand my diaphragm. Does it sound so different st- from here to here? Yes, actually, you sound like more. Actually, actually, it sounds a little better. Actually, it does sound better. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> still not doing it. Testing, yeah. testing. Okay, well, <laughs> sit down. What you're about, making me uncomfortable. I'm sitting right now. No, you're not. You liar. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know that. But <laughs> we're in a new building. We've Stating. got people who don't really know me here, who don't know. You know, yeah. The people are going to walk by the studio and be like, "Why is there one eighteen hundred dollar chair in there?" And the rest are literally ten dollar chairs. Yeah. But the thing I'm doing to it. Are I, you going to get embroidered with your initials? Oh, please don't get embroidered. But I, I let me let me let's guess. Oh uh, you got your name stitched onto it. I don't. You can't. It's okay. it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a metal back. Dave. You, you got. Uh, Did you get our logo on it? You got it branded, like a cattle. I didn't. You can't brand you can. metal, Dave. If you're brave, you can. no, no, it's you can't. It's a metal chair. Well, the back of it is metal. Oh, and on top of that, I've got a just a labeling gun. My wife does. You're gonna label. I've already what, labeled. What do you? What do you label? Mahoney's <laughs> chair. Do not use. Mahoney. You took an eight hundred dollar or eighteen hundred dollar chair and put a label maker to it because you know when somebody walks by the studio, they're gonna see that glorious throne. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be like, I'm going to take it because I know. Someone's going to wheel that bitch out of here. I've become the person that I hate because many years ago, about 16, 17 years ago, when I first uh, started working here, there was another radio host who had issues with people using her chair. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I could not imagine... Being the kind of gall and audacity that it would take to label a chair. To label a chair (laughs) and get... 
that's a certain to get mad. That's a certain at somebody using your chair point in life where you start labeling things that you don't want other people to use. Okay, but it's like, a common space. I mean, we don't have anybody like who's going to be using your chair. But I mean, back in the day. Like, well, she was on be- my side, though. Like, it, So there was no other shows. It was just, like, the host and her. And so why would anybody... like? But she's not... I don't think she cared if anybody sat in her chair. She just cared if they took it out of the studio. Oh, yeah. fair. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And that's what I fear, that somebody's going to th- see this new chair. They're going to think, that's my, a glorious chair. chair. And so that's why I'm labeling it. So once a week for the remainder of the life of this chair, I'm going to peel off the knot in your... Little Please label. take. Says <laughs> Mahoney's chair. Do use. That's not how that works. Have you never seen a label maker? It's I'm, one continuous strip. I, you can cut I'm it. Do you, have a, do you have a knife? I'm going to have start. an exacto knife in here. <laughs> Jordan, I need you to print out 3,700 copies of just these words on a piece of paper and give me a large spool of tape, uh, free chair. And every day I'm just going to attach but, a I mean, new sign this- to it. I mean, I'm, and I'm still looking for you, Audrey. Mm-hmm. I am. I haven't forgot what about you. What in the F is going on here? I haven't forgot about you. I just don't. You're used to uncomfortable, like, com- uncomfort. This is the only place where I could find comfort. Then why Do you like your chair? You, you make- no, I hate my chair. It's you, awful. Then buy, why don't you buy a new chair, then? Why don't you do what I'm doing? $1,800 for a no, chair. I didn't, no, that's how much it cost. You I, probably I got it pay. for, like, what, two? Nah, I got it. Four sixty. Oh, dang! Still five hundred dollar chair plus I mean, a two hundred dollar thing to make it in from off. a chair into a, a stool. Okay, so, like, so okay, I'm not. I'm not going to give your chair away. I'm not going to say do use. Just every day before you come in here, I'm going to make a point of arriving before you, and I'm going to steal your chair. And I just feel like that would add a lot of good you content don't to the show. Before me, I, I arrived before you today. I, no, you did. Yes, not. I did. Uh, who was the first person in the studio? That's because I held the door for you because I'm a gentleman. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. There is a certain person, so vile, so arrogant, a middle ground between horrible and useless, a culinary and retail nightmare, a person who we call Karen. Karen, why did you do that? Why did you do that? Why? These are the Karen Chronicles. Why did you do that, Karen? There are plenty of Karens out there that get a bad reputation by the other Karens that are running wild in the world. But there are certainly some Karens and Darrens that have earned their namesake and very much so deserve the spite that we have towards them because they believe that the entire world revolves around them, Mahoney. Dave, we are living in the Karen-sance right now. I mean, there are Karens out in the wild who have, I would like to speak to a manager, tattooed on the lower part of their back. And Darrens with the same tattoo in tribal around their left arm. Right around the bicep, looking badass as hell. So these are all real reviews. Uh, They just happen to be from Karens and Darrens out there that are unhappy with different products. And many times we hear restaurants or establishments. Today we are going to Amazon and to Google for some of those magical reviews. And the first one is the Vapro Electric Hot Plate. It is a single-coil burner, portable hot plate, 1,200 watts. I mean, that's a lot of watts for a hot plate. It's got 4.4 out of 5 stars, 691 reviews on Amazon. I'm a bird, said five of five stars. I've used several hot plates in recent years. Most are slow and terrible for boiling water for pasta. This one not only boils water and cooks more evenly, but it lasted the longest without needing to be replaced. Wow, okay. Uh, OC Bob said five out of five. I use hot plates to heat a water bath, so I bought two of these. What? (laughs) I don't know. Five out of five. He's got two of these sitting by his tub, y'all. 
He's going to die. He is going to die. Uh, Karen said one out of five stars. This hot plate does exactly what it's supposed to do. But it got me written up at work because apparently hot plates are prohibited in our office by our property manager. I was so angry because I need my herbal tea or I am literally useless by 2 p.m. How am I supposed to disguise a hot plate? Losing the ability to boil a pot of water will totally ruin my life. One star for not warning consumers that these are not allowed everywhere. Shame, shame upon you, Vapro Electric Hot Plates. I mean, just use common sense. Also, how are they supposed to know what your property manager's right. rules are? <laughs> Who brings a hot plate to work? I they, I bet they're not even banned by your property manager. They're just like, t- somebody tell Karen she can't bring her little tea contraption. Just microwave it like everyone else, Karen. Or get a, one of those, like, quick boil tea makers. Yeah. Or just bring a thermos. Yeah. Like, there you hot go. water. You know what? Thermoses have advanced in technology where it will keep... Keep your drink hot or cold all day long. Hours. Eight hours a day. Easy. Yep. So this one is Look for this guy coming up with solutions. Up with solutions. This Genius. one is for uh, is for Cats the Musical from 2019. It's oh, a Andrew Lloyd Webber classic. Uh, oh. Yeah. It, it only has 2.8 out of 5 stars out of 6,858 reviews. So, on but this has got to be the movie it's that came movie, out. Yeah. Okay. The yeah. one with Taylor Swift and James Corden. James Corden, uh, Jason Derulo, Derulo uh, Idris Elba, Jennifer Hudson. Big yeah, cast the in there. You forget that about Idris. He yes. was not in the movie. He wasn't in the movie. <laughs> He was. No, he wasn't. In he fact, wasn't. Not, first, not our dear. The, the first review is from Rick Westhorpe. Five out of five said, utterly brilliant and totally bonkers. Idris Elba is a cat. My God. Okay, but this person's lying. <laughs> this movie was literally dubbed like the worst movie of 2019. Did you see it? I, absolutely you not. Can, you can't speak on it then. Because it was garbage. You don't know that. I saw the trailer. I saw the trailer, oh, which was enough. Did Big you. media living to let other people decide what you think. Absolutely. You sheeple. I am a sheep. <laughs> Man. I am the, I'm the smartest sheep of all of the sheep. I am avoiding cats. The movie. No, you need with to watch Taylor it. Swift as a cat. Nope. Marcos B said also five out of five. Okay. Liar. I saw Cats the movie and I absolutely loved it. I'm Every sure. bit. Oh, of yeah, it. Marcos B. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you guys see this movie? Yeah. Uh huh. Loved it. Loved it. Five out of five. You guys are perfect. Such liars. Perfect film. Taylor Swift. Give her an Oscar. Uh, <laughs> Darren K said one out of five stars. There's a wall in my house. The wall is a pretty simple wall, 8 feet tall, 15 feet wide. It sits in the corner of my basement. It's been painted beige with few coats to cover up the bumps and scratches from coats before it. Stare at it long enough and it begins to speak to you, or at least allows you to speak to it. My point is that staring at that blank wall for two hours is a far more inspiring, interesting, and enlightening than watching even two minutes of this cinematic colonoscopy that is called Cats. A film so awful, so ridiculous, and so void of any substance its very existence is an affront to musicals, film, and theater, bro. It literally has a 2.8 out of 10 on that's IMDb yeah, yeah. and a 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, tell me that's the best. 19%. Tell me. She's transcending to yep. full Karen. Yep. Dude, I am a Karen. Mm-hmm. What else do you want to know? <laughs> uh, all right. Final one here. Nineteen percent of never. I don't know how you're mad at a weighted blanket because if you've ever used a weighted blanket, they're they're just so nice. Except for whenever you're 
really tired in the middle of the night and you want it off of you and you can't get because they come in different weights. Yeah, you're trying to just throw it off of you and you're so tired and it makes you panic a a little bit. You've lost a fight to a weighted blanket before? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, okay. You would do terrible at (laughs) jujitsu. So I quit. Uh, Weighted blanket, this is a uh, 48 by 72 inch. It's 15 pounds, so this one would definitely whoop Audrey's ass. I don't know. 15's average. No, 15's average. 15's normal. 25. 25 25 is where they start getting real heavy. Uh, It's got 4.6 out of five stars, over 3,300 reviews on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cody Peace at five out of five. We have two of these. My husband was jealous, so I bought one. Uh, and then I bought a second one. It doesn't get too hot, and it feels nice. Hmm. Okay. June said five out of five. He is very happy with it. Oh. I don't know who he is. But he's very happy with Maybe it. Maybe the out of five. Lord Thanks, and Savior June. Jesus Christ. I don't know. Uh, Karen, not impressed, said one out of five stars. The existence of this product is downright obscene. When was the last time you thought about what sound a blanket makes? I'll tell you. With this blanket, it's all you'll ever think about. It's made with thousands of ball bearings that pour around inside. It's inconceivable how long they can pour from the slightest movement before coming to a rest just so you can rest. Just don't breathe. The noise is ludicrous. Just pulling this out of its package where it's like the unloading of a dump truck full of marbles on a dry riverbed of broken stones. The sheer gall of this blanket. A blanket for sleeping. Being too loud? It's ridiculous. I am obviously returning it. That Karen is absolutely overstimulated. <laughs> yeah. We need to get her some stress balls, some Xanax. She needs some, some that ball bearings team. of her own. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand. It's the Redneck Report. will hunt. Dave and The absolute disrespect in this story is a thing of beauty. Uh, police in Florida say they arrested a 45-year-old man by the name of Kenneth Williams after they say that he slapped an elderly man Whew. at a beach park. So this guy, again, he's 45 years old. His name is Ken. He, he jumped into the water. About one thirty in the afternoon, so the middle of the day. Okay, and then minutes later, he emerges from the water, totally naked. Okay, and he walks up to an old man who just happens to be on the beach. Uh huh. Slaps him across the face for no reason at all, and then witnesses say Ken started doing nude push-ups following the slap. Nothing sounds. I mean, like odd here. Nothing Sometimes you just got to slap people and yeah. uh, do maybe, a push-up. Maybe he was uh, disrespectfully looking at his junk. You know, mm. maybe Ken went for a little swim out yeah. in the ocean, as you do. The yeah. undercurrent, mm-hmm. the undertow. Undertow. Caught his shorts, mm. took him out to sea, and he swam back in, and that old man was just there watching him struggle and then peeping his dong. Being an old hammer hawk. Yeah. yeah. Can't do so, that. Sometimes, Sometimes you just got to, like, exert your alpha, you know? Yeah. Just, like, slap around <laughs> some old people. That's an alpha brain push-ups. right there saying that. Yeah. You know, I did take my alpha brain this morning. <laughs> Made you so much smarter. Dude, Joe Rogan yeah. is inside of my brain right now. Yeah, Dave, if you've never slapped an old person for uh, inappropriately looking at your junk, you, you just haven't lived. Uh, you got to be careful, though. Aggravated battery on an elderly person went to jail. Wait, ah. there's levels to battery yeah. if you get to a certain I like age? that. I, like, hey, look, if, if you can potentially kill me by slapping me, there needs to be laws against you slapping me. Well, if I'm you can old. be killed by a slap, don't go to the beach. What is it? Don't go to the beach. That's supposed to be like the most calm, serene place ever. And then Have you naked, been to a beach? Yeah, have you been, been to a beach in America? And then naked Ken emerges. You've not been to a beach <laughs> recently. Dude. There's no yeah. way. What do you mean? Isn't it calm and serene in America? 
we have the grossest beaches we in the have, world. What are you, For where, real. Are, where are you guys going, man? Like, is it only anywhere, Daytona? Like anywhere, anywhere beach, on the anywhere United on the East States Coast, Southern California beaches are trash. You go to the you go to the beaches in Galveston down in the Gulf, and those are horrible, oh. yeah. dude. American Beach, unless you're going to Hawaii. Hawaii, then you go but to like Puerto, really count as United Puerto, States. Puerto Rico, those are nice. <laughs> but like continental U.S., nah. Y'all need to stop booking motel rooms. Don't tell us how to live our life. <laughs> so this man also got arrested, uh, and it had to do with an elderly person as well, but this is because he disrespects another man's key lime pie. One Fort Myers man went out of his way to obtain his favorite post-dinner treat, for his mother's birthday, a delicious key lime pie, and and he told his roommate, "This son of a bitch, okay. do not touch the key lime don't, pie. Don't touch it mama's key lime. My mom's birthday, uh-huh. which is coming up. It's going to be do? the fridge. I'm going to go take a nap. Okay. When I come out, you best not have eaten a piece uh-huh. of key lime pie. Yeah. He came out, and his roommate had not only started to eat the key lime pie, did he defile that pie? He was inappropriately eating the key lime pie. I don't know exactly what that means because they didn't give us all the details, but we do know that it was the entire pie that he was inappropriately eating. You ever had a piece of pie between your butt cheeks? Wait. Once in college. Okay. No, what are you talking about? It's like where you sit on a pie. You've sat on a pie? I've sat on a pie. Intentionally? Yes. I've sat, well, okay. It wasn't a pie. It was a cake, but close enough. Why'd you sit on a cake? Was it erotic? Wasn't an erotic cake. It was just no, no. Was it? I mean, it didn't, oh, was it an erotic experience for me? It, it didn't start out as an erotic cake. Did it end up? As it an ended cake? up as an erotic it cake. Did yeah, and yeah. that's and that's how I met your mother. <laughs> this is David Mahoney. You know the songs. But do you know them when they sound this bad? It's cover your ears. On Dave and Mahoney. Oh, I get it, because they're cover songs. <laughs> Trish is joining us for a round of Cover Your Ears. How is it going, Trish? Good. How are you? Excellent. Thank you for joining us today. We've got a total of five songs. You've got to get four out of the five, which seems like a heavy lift, but Mahoney and Audrey are here to help you out today. You can tag them in each one time in order to get through this. You get the artist and the song, you get a full point. You get the artist or the song, you get a half point. If you get one right today, it's the Screaming Eagle of Success. If you get one incorrect, it's the Disapproving Pony. We do have a wide variety of popularity when it comes to these songs. Do we? Yeah, we have one that has 29,000 views. Quite a few. And then we have another one that only has 93 views. Mm. So good luck okay. to you, Trish. Again, you can tag Mahoney and Audrey in at any point that you want during the game, but only once each. Are you ready for the first one? Okay. Sure. 30 seconds on the clock. Here we go. Good luck. This one from Sound of Hound, 742 views. And that's 30 seconds right there, so we'll stop it. Do you know it on your own, or do you need some help? Uh, hold on. Uh, I know it. She's typing. All right, Trish, just stop typing. <laughs> just stop. Or you're, emba- you're embarrassed. <laughs> you're if you're going to cheat, <laughs> do it quietly, for God's sake. You are trash. <laughs> <laughs> cheating. I didn't do anything. 
You did. Just uh, just no, ask me or Audrey for help, if, and we'll if, tell if, you. If you need some help, you can tag them in. You still got two full lifelines. <sighs> Do you need okay, some help? Tag them in. Okay. All right. I want to say, what well, can I say? Rage Against the Machine. There you go. You got Rage Against there the Machine. You go. Okay. So then you don't want to use this for a halfie, then. So there yeah, go. I would just I would just take the half point, uh, or just guess any Rage Against the Machine song. Pocket full of shells. No. No, uh, that bowls on parade is what you're looking for, but you get a half point, so it's okay. It's get okay. a quieter keyboard. <laughs> we don't even care if you choose. We don't both care. Of but just both of us at the same time literally heard it. Yeah. All right, here we go. On I don't to. I know what you can hear. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, this next one is from Valenda666. It's got 193 views. Good luck to you. 30 more seconds on the clock. That is so good. That okay, is we're not helping. So good. Google that one. <laughs> Try to Google that one. Just Google it. I don't need. I don't Google it. Try. No. Try. Okay. All right. All right. I challenge you. No. No. She. She can. She still, can you still have two full lifelines here, and I would say that, that is Aud- so good. Audrey's got this on lock. I would imagine. For sure. Would yeah. you like to tag me in? Audrey, please. Duhas yes, by Rammstein. There you go. There okay, you go. You, full I, point. Okay. okay. That was right. so funny, Jordan. Thank you for that. No, I need song. more no, German I, songs. I, what a wonderful right? job. Yeah, <laughs> understandably so, because the music was really buried there. Like, it was hard to hear the music, so all you heard was nine. I thought at first he was <laughs> speaking in, like, nine. Simlish, like, Sim language. I was uh, like, what in the world are we even listening to? And then and then, and then, then it happened. Okay, so you have, a point, you have a point and a half. We got three more to go, so you're doing just fine. Mahoney is still available as a lifeline. This next one is the yeah, <laughs> This next one is the least popular out of all of them on the list today. It's only got 93 views from BEM Productions. Let's have a listen. We're laughing in my classes while screaming for the masses. Who do you think you are? Dreaming about being a big star. You say you're basic, you say you're easy. Always riding in the backseat. Now I'm smiling from the stage while you were clapping in the lobby. Oh, okay. Okay, you got it. All right, here we go. I, got, I only got half. I don't know the name of the song, but I know it's Imagine Dragons. It is Imagine Dragons. Um, crap. Um, ah. would you like to hear like five seconds of the song? Is there something that might be able to trigger? Smiling from the stage while you were clapping in the nose, please. It's right there. She can pass. I mean, she got half a point. You got a half yeah. point. You're so, okay. You're still alive. Yeah. Okay. I- Okay, yeah. All right, I, we'll, just, we'll just leave it at that. Uh, thunder by Imagine Dragons. Thunder? Or, fun, thunder. or Fun Dip. Fun You're dip. always fun going dip. to hear Fun Dip. I don't know who's, who it was who called in and told us that their kid only hears the words Fun Dip when you that hear that plays. song. And, and that's yeah. all I can hear and now. That's all you hear. That's all yeah. I hear now. Okay, Trish, uh, you got a total of two, so you've got to get a full point on these next two, but... Mahoney is still available as a lifeline. Here we go. On to song number four. 190 views on this one from an artist named Kendall Swan. Good luck. Feel the break. Feel the break. And I gotta live it out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I swear that I would I really want to know. 
we'll stop it right there. You got to know this one, right? Uh, oh, no. I just, oh, my God. You I can, get, I lock up when I'm on here. I can do it when it's not me. Yeah. Uh, Mahoney, I'm sure you can probably help out on this. Yeah, I mean, I know. The, it's obviously uh, it's sublime. Yeah, it's sublime. And then I, okay. I, yeah. I think that's, I don't know if that's Santeria. Yeah. Sure is. Is? Okay. Yeah, well yeah, done. That's what I was thinking. Because there's two. Okay. Well, All that right. means. Is that it? Nope. That she means. Wins? No, she's got three, no. and she has to get four. She got a half point on two of oh. them. You got to get this last one by yourself. It's got. It is but the a most full point or just a halfy. No, she got to get a full point on this. It is the, the most popular one on the list. It's from okay. an artist called KJ. Twenty nine thousand views on this one. Thirty seconds on the clock. Make or break. Here we go. Take a look to the sky just before you die. It's the last time you will. Like it. Stop it right there. That was so bad. So bad. Okay. okay. Metallica. Oh, yes. Yes. Metallica. Yes. And is it for whom the bell tolls? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. See, that was good cheating. That is that great good. cheating. This yeah. is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is Dave and Mahoney. So the wife and I were kind of cruising around over the uh, long weekend, just driving around, and saw something on the road that I don't normally see. And it's rare that something that you encounter, at least for me, that I see while I'm driving surprises me at this point. You've got uh, 30 years of driving almost under your belt. It just it struck me as a very disconcerting thing because we were waiting at a stoplight, Uh and it was to to take one of like the on-ramps to get onto the interstate. And this guy who was first in line at the stoplight, we were right behind him, opened his door. And keep in mind, like, you're about to get onto the interstate, so you're on a bridge. It's a pretty busy area. And when you see somebody open their door in traffic like that, you're like, something crazy crazy is going to happen. I didn't know if there was, like, a road rage thing going on and he was about to get out and fight the guy next to him. Don't get out of your car because I'm going to run you over. What was strange is that the door opens. and then throw up? he, He starts slamming it shut. And I was like, that's weird. And you're exactly right. He opens it again and projectile vomits. What time yeah. of the day? But he he didn't projectile vomit just onto the ground. He also blanketed his entire door, like the side of the door. What that's time of the he, day? That's why you can't go through the window. Middle get, of the day. You this gotta, wasn't at night. It was like he was out drinking or something well, no, like that. But, that's, but if you think, it's if like he had ele- been up all night. But it was like 11 a.m. So oh, that's primetime puking time. You think? Oh. You've been partying since... 8 p.m. the night before, 10 yeah, p.m. the night yeah, before. Yeah, and then you, yeah, like, right. if you go to bed at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. You wake up, you sober up a little that bit. That is prime yeah. puking when, time. When my wife and I were buying a house, like, when we, like, you know, the, you rewind, like, 11, 12 years ago. Yeah. And I specifically remember we were out looking at houses one day, and me, you, and our friend Matt had been at a bar. And we had discovered Fireball, I oh, think, for the first we, time. We found it. There it is. And it was like when Fireball <laughs> was new. Yeah. And I remember our friend Matt going, oh, dude, you got to try this stuff. It's crazy. And then I remember we drank all of it. Mm. And right. then I, I specifically remember 
pull, trying to go to a house and having to open my door up and like and throw up out of there. And my wife, like, you know, she wasn't my wife at the time. And we're talking about moving in together, like just being so unimpressed with what a piece of garbage I was to Did throw you, up outside of my car. You got it out of the car, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I pulled over all, like on the curb. That's and, an improvement like, from before when he barfed in my car. Well, but that was because he was drunk in that moment. Yeah. Hungover, hungover you're... Different. You have a yeah. little more control. Yeah. Well, so this this guy was having a time with it because it's like three or four times that he opens the door, and I, I'm just like... I feel like Absolutely I need, hungover. But opening like, the door is the way to do it yeah. as opposed to going through the window because when you go through the window, yeah. it's, it's all down, the window, the so, yeah. down, down the side down, of the car. Or even worse... If you don't get all of it out and it gets into the cracks of the windows and then it just lives in between in your door forever well, now. This this guy wasn't quite as smooth as maybe he would have liked to have been because like when he opened the door, he didn't open it far enough. Uh-huh. And so he just like filled that little side container of the car with oh, vomit. No. He was like, oh, man, this is rough. And I'm sitting there, and my wife and I'm like... It's a I'm, red light still. I'm still a red light. I'm a baby. He's puking. He's puking hard. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets to the point where he's vomited so much onto the road that I'm like, I feel like I need to drive around this, right? Because I don't, you don't need, want to drive through. I don't want to like, drive through the puke. Yeah, you don't want to hit that with it's your car. It's not like there's anything that, you know... The tires see all sorts of weird stuff on the road, but But. if I know I can avoid the vomit, I'm going to. And so the light finally turns green after what seemed like, I mean, three or four heaves. Did he he go right when the light turned, though? Yeah, yeah, he, okay, actually, so he, timed, he timed it pretty good, well. Good. He was driving. He was driving. Yeah, he, he was in the driver's seat. The only one in the vehicle. It was like an older Chevy Tahoe. Okay. And so he's in front of us, and we go to start to get onto the interstate, and he had miscalculated. He was not done yet. And oh, so, so this dude goes barreling off the, the side of the interstate onto, like, all the rocks and everything. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, is he going to drive into that pole? And then he stops and opens the door again and full on gets out and just... Bleh. So this has happened to me one time. Um, I was partying with uh, some of my college roommates. Um, they are from uh, Pittsburgh. And I went to go visit them uh, over the summer. And I kind of like miscalculated my drinking to needing to drive the next day, a six hour trip ratio. Six hours. What are you doing? Yeah. And you know, usually, I don't know if you guys are like this, but whenever you're on a trip, like it's usually like the first day you go hard, the second day you kind of lick your wounds. And then for whatever reason, the day before you are about to leave somewhere, you rally again. So that was what we were doing. We rallied again. And um, I woke up the next morning, like, absolutely immobile like unable to move you guys have seen me hungover absolutely unable to move and my friends were like want to smoke this and i was like i guess so like maybe i'll see if this will help room spins i've never felt worse in my entire life and this is right before a six hour drive well i slept for like another two hours and i was like i just i gotta go so i like golem crawl to my car climb in so hungover stop because for whatever reason the propaganda of sprite and ginger ale just really has stuck with me throughout the years so like i just i'm like i have got to get ginger ale and because of that ginger ale i was able to get a thank you bag like for my car that's great yeah i drove plastic bag six hours with that thing around my ears around your ears Way before Corona, ears. she was she was innovating with the masks. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, and I had this is I was driving a Forerunner at the time, and I had no tent, so I just had this thank you bag around my ears, ten and two, just trying to keep my eyes on the road, just going. Bleh. 
Oh, so you're barfing and then just letting it slosh around while you're and still driving? While it's in my arms. innovative, been, though. I, I was, because if I would have stopped, Dave, I would have never been able to, to stop puking. Audrey, that is the single trashiest and most wonderful thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my entire life. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, everyone. So being waterboarder must suck. But you know what also probably sucks? Discovering waterboarding. You know, it was probably on accident. One day, some dude or chick had a cloth on her face. Got a bunch of water poured on them and was like, oh, that was horrific. We should do that to other people now. Message deleted. I can't even imagine. Being waterboarded? Yeah. Like sometimes in the I shower, would... if I open my mouth too much and I like, I breathe in yeah. when I'm like trying to like rinse my Do you ever like, do you like, ah, I love it, love it. <laughs> <laughs> I do that every time. We're just like dogs. Yeah. You're like, ah, I try to bite, bite it. it. Yeah. God, we're stupid. <laughs> do you face the shower? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I turn around, but I mean, most of the time I face the shower. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you face I, away? No, I rotisserie. Yeah, okay. All right. I want a shower that I want like the the shower above me yeah. and behind me. One. Oh yeah, like the three. But, wait, the one behind you. I want the one that just goes on top. There, like, the, 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 but the, the, you got to have rain. a face one too. You got to yeah. have like a direct in the face because yeah. oh, like yeah. you're feeling like yeah. a real piece yeah, of no. trash. You just like get your face real close to it, and you're, if you ever stay at like no. one of those fancy hotels that has like three or four of them, that's going what I'm talking once, about. You're just like, oh, I'm a dirty boy. Yeah, yeah, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that pulsate. That pulsate. So, oh, yeah. would you like that's right. anything further you'd like to disclose? Hey, no, nah, man. That's a, you want to get back in there? Yeah. Clean that bitch out? Mm hmm. Pulsate. <laughs> Sandblast my b hole, <laughs> please. <laughs> I, you can't get too clean. Yeah. Um, but waterboarding, eh, whatever, man. Back to you waterboarding. Yeah. I, I don't feel like I would do well with torture <laughs> no, in no. any way. Like, you threatened me with. Even like the little scissors, like you're gonna cut off my pinky. I'll tell you. Yeah, it's the nails for me. Yeah, when they like do the uh, thing underneath the fingernails, I'm spilling. I know it's. You wouldn't even have to torture me. Yeah, (laughs) give me a mean look. Ah, I know where the missiles are hidden. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I know it's an unpopular opinion, but I am. I am pro. Like man, you're 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 gonna try to blow up our country. You're gonna you're a terrorist, mm-hmm. nah, bitch. Don't they say that like <laughs> let's make like let's we're gonna put you in a cell. You and you're gonna be fine. You, you know, you just you sit there for thirty years. Nah, we're gonna keep you alive. Make it awful for you. Let's you know preventative measures. Jeez, Mahoney. That sounds unpopular. Something we learned today, Mahoney. Pro torture. Don't they say that people, if you torture them, they're just gonna tell you whatever to get you to stop. Like, yeah, like it, maybe, it, can, maybe. it can also just be not the truth. See, I like nah, the, I like keep the, it going. No, like you the, don't. You know, you're not trying to get how truth do you know out of the truth? No, you're not trying to get truth out. This is your punishment. Oh, like, geez. we're just going to keep you alive, and this your life is going to be misery forever. Now, see, I, I liked Lord. it the other way, where they would just like just pump the uh, the prisoners full of MDMA, and then they would just be like, "All right, man." I'll, that was more of like the seventies. You're, you're cool. I'll just tell you where like, yeah. what our evil plot is to take I, down America. I think that's how it came about. That is, it oh, used yeah. to be a drug that was used. For psychology, it's like a truth serum or whatever, just called the truth like, serum. Yeah. We should do it and just bang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were using it for torture, and then everyone else just started taking it home. Yep. Uh-huh. Please leave a message after the tone. Is there any possible way? I mean, anything that I can do to make working out enjoyable? I don't. I don't get any satisfaction out of it whatsoever. Like I, I hate going to the gym. 
even on the days where they hand out pizza. Message Anybody deleted. else want to take this one? I don't feel like this is my uh, my wheelhouse. Audrey, I feel like you uh, have you know certainly gone through times where you've been like the gym queen, the gym shark, if you will. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like whenever I don't want to do it, then I just don't go. But also, I feel like <laughs> um, I don't not enjoy the gym. So, like, I mean, whenever I'm there, I think the hardest part is getting there. And then once I'm there, I like it. I feel no I feel yeah. endorphins. I feel happier. It's better for my mental health. When I'm not working out, I am yeah. a per- I'm I am the worst bully to myself whenever I'm not working out. Go to a gym with good looking people. That That's- helps a lot. Our Twitch chat, twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney. Uh, Andy said, working out with your gym crush makes your working out more enjoyable. Even if you don't have a gym crush, I just feel like like good-looking people all around, it makes it more enjoyable to work out. It does, but we're also real close. Well, that also can create insecurity. Yeah, I mean, we can also get real creepy. You know, we're like on that border. Well, yeah, don't get on, don't get on the stair stepper behind the yeah. chick on the you stair gotta stepper. Be respectful. Yeah, of course. Uh, Rob in our chat said, "You guys have no patience. The end result is enjoyable. Like if any of us had patience, we would be we'd be invincible. I mean, we would probably be running a Fortune 500 company. Yeah, but we but don't, we none yeah. of us have patience. Not even a little. I have patience. I just give up whenever I see the results. Yeah, you're so like, like oh, I made it. Like it, I'm ma'am. here. I finished. I, I had like a six pack last summer, and then I was like, "Yeah, this will this will last till I'm dead." <laughs> like, what do you mean? You got to keep going, you idiot. <laughs> nah, you got the pictures. Just put, uh, repost those. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is what I still look uh-huh. like. Please leave a message after the tone. How much money do you need in the bank to feel comfortable enough to retire? Message deleted. There's never no a right amount of money. No idea. There's never enough. I mean, even if. I had a, get my guaranteed salary for the rest of my life. I still wouldn't feel comfortable yeah. just because that's just I, I don't think that's for our generation something that we could ever do. I, it just it just doesn't seem attainable my, to me to be comfortable the way the prices go up, the way that just everything is so expensive. Do you guys know anyone? Yeah. That, do they still do like pensions for people? Yeah. Like at unions? Is that what it my is? My wife. Your wife has a pension? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When she, so, but, so she, but you have to work 30 government, years. Government. You have to work 30 Years. That's a long time. To, in, in education. Yeah. So, I mean, but that's what they do. That's why they, that's, that's like 50. one of those few jobs that's, you know, vastly underappreciated and very hard for the, you know, majority of people to do. That's why. But I mean, she gets to leave when she's 50 if she, if she wants to. That's a pretty good age for but retirement. But that's still, I mean, it's because she started when she was 20. Yeah. 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 Man. My boyfriend sug- suggested a budget the other day. A what? A budget. A budget. Never heard of it. Oh, is that that truck rental place? Not you, right? No, 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 because we were having a conversation about, like, I just never have ever done anything like that. So, because I've always just lived pay- paycheck to paycheck. So he's like, so we should like, have a budget for how much you can spend and then. No, no, no. Okay. He would, no, nothing like that. He just wants me to have an idea of what I spent for myself because I've got yeah, no clue. Oh, yeah, he wants you to track what like, you're spending? Why would he want you to see that kind of information? Exactly. Like, that's I disgusting. enjoy living that's blind. Disgusting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ignorance, what kind of is toxic, what Ignorance is absolutely yeah. Are you okay. Swipe, swipe the card and see if it goes through. <laughs> that's the, that's kind of like the gambling of my day. Yeah. Like, just see, fun gamble. like, yeah. what's going to work. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, because I, there are certain things that I'm like, I'm wanting in the future. Like I want to get a new car. So mm-hmm. like need to start saving for those kind of things. And he's like, maybe, he's, you know, he, the thousand dollar lash budget you have for yourself a month. You don't need a new car. <laughs> I need a candidate. I know not you in 2023. I'm not, but not I need to be able close. to save for maybe one and in, in during the year. Like I'm not going to get one. I what literally do, have no money to be able to do that right now. What do you but, really think you spend on eyelashes every year? Oh my gosh. Okay. We could do this quick. 
So if I, Mahoney, you help me here. I'll pull out a calculator. Okay, so for a full set uh-huh. of, with on bare lashes, we'll say that's like three hundred and fifty bucks. Okay. Three hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. yeah, they're not cheap. You can't. She, Whoa. You can't. You can't. You can't. We'll cheap say out. I'll take those on and off quarterly. So do that times four. Because sometimes I'm broke. $1,400. $1,400. And then for a fill, mm-hmm. and I usually get that every week and a half to two weeks. You Seriously, at one point I was doing it every week. That's $150 weekly. Which is, wow. Say, I mean, yeah. So you're looking at about $7,000 a year. But you should, here's what you need. That that's a, that's a That's a business expense, right, Dave? Because we're on camera. Every day, twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney. Are you trying to get... Yeah, for sure. I, I need to get my LLC anyway. So, yeah, yeah. this is an expense. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if the people on... if Yeah. People on camera do that kind of stuff all the time, right? She's paying a contractor to help her perform her duties better. Hmm. It's just part of the high-maintenance things I do to remain low-maintenance. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Also take- I don't wear makeup during the weeks. I take care of my skin. It's just lashes <laughs> that I don't look like a total ghoul. You know, you, it's high maintenance have, to remain hey, low maintenance. You should you should start asking your boyfriend hard questions like about what he's spending his money on yearly. Like you want you want to play these games? Yeah, I mean he's not doing it to be icky. No, I know, no. but I mean like, yeah. hey, hey, let's yeah. just shine a hey. mirror right back. Yeah, no, it's like, hey, you well, shut up. Or probably, I'm gonna start asking you questions. He's yeah, probably I, on his beard. Yeah, how much, he, yeah, how much you spend on that he beard? Goes, he goes specifically to like, like one guy who's like on call, like the barber dude, and the like special beard oils and all to that his stuff. house. Oh, he comes. They tell oh, he gets it lined up. Oh, yeah. What? Mm-hmm. How much that cost? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dusty. If you live in glass domes, <laughs> or yeah. don't throw up brick houses. But I'm much yeah. more poor yeah. still. <laughs> call or text us at eight three three yo and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney present, Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Probably not. Lance is joining us today for a round of Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Hello, Lance. How are you today? And thank you for joining us. I'm doing good. Thank you. Tell us about your level of education, just so we have an idea of how this is going to go, potentially. I am also a community college dropout. Very nice. How many... Just a single community college, or did you drop out of multiple community colleges, Lance, like myself? Uh, just a single. Okay. Could you, you, you're acting like it's kind of like a badge of honor to have dropped oh, yeah. out of multiple community yeah. colleges. But all right. Um, <laughs> well, Lance. Uh, if, I, if I'm ever single. Mm-hmm. You're going back. back? I'm going back. <laughs> going back. <laughs> all right. So Mahoney is going to take his headphones off. He's going to head out of the studio. He's going to go to a soundproof space where he cannot hear you guys. going to be asked these same questions today. There is a total of six questions. So you do have a pass that you can use whenever you'd like. I would encourage you to use it sooner rather than later. If you get one correct, it's the Screaming Eagle of Success. If you get it incorrect, it's the Disapproving Pony. Are you ready for question number one? Good. Okay. Yeah. All right, here we go. Question number one. The art of growing dwarfed trees in small pots is known as what? Uh, Pass. All right, pass. The correct answer is bonsai. Bonsai. Yeah. yeah. Uh, question number two: The study of poisons is called what? Mm. Something ology. Let's see here. It is uh, something ology. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, poisonology. <laughs> poisonology. Good guess, but toxicology is what you're looking for. Toxicology. Uh, that's it. It's all right. Uh, we got four more to go here. You have to answer all of these. Uh, the stripes on the American flag represent what? The colonies. The 13 original colonies. That's correct. Yep. Uh, question number four. What is the most consumed manufactured drink in the world? Huh. Uh, Coca-Cola. Good guess, but no, it's actually tea. Tea mm. is the correct answer. I would have thought Coke, too. Mm. Okay, question number five. If an individual is suffering from emphysema, what organ of the body is primarily affected? Lungs. The lungs is correct. On the board of two. Let's see if we can get three to close things out. The sun makes up approximately what percentage of matter in our solar system? A, 50%. B, 85%. C, 90%. Uh, in our solar system, I would say 85%. Mm, good guess. Wrong. That's uh, 90. 90% is what you're looking 90. for. Yep. All right, Mahoney, can you hear me? Come on in, man. <laughs> All right, so Lance has his answers logged. You're going to be asked the same questions. You also have a pass. Here we go. Question number one. Is Lance short for anything? Is that like Lawrence? Did your, your parents nope, just looked at you as a baby and were like, Lance. Lance. Yeah. Yeah. Lance I mean, Lance is cool, man. Yeah, Lance is cool. I mean, because cool. you, you like Lance a boil, but. Uh. Ew. I don't know. Just, I like the name. I was just thinking about that in the hallway. All right. Uh, <laughs> glad to see your deep in thought. Uh, the art of growing dwarfed trees in small pots is known as what? Uh, that is called. Those are Mr. Miyagi trees. Uh, those, oh, God. Mr. Miyagi trees, dude. You know what I'm talking. You know I'm. You know I'm right. Those are called bonsai. There it is. He found it. All right, right, Pat Morita. Yep, Uh, we did not deserve. You know, Pat Morita, Mr. Miyagi was a comedian. I believe it. Really? I believe it. I did not. Dude, he he and he didn't start in comedy until he was like forty. Good for him. Like Red Fox. Red Fox found him. Wow, nice. Never stop chasing. Uh, The (laughs) study of poisons is called what? Toxicology. Toxicology. We're holding on the board with two. It's not looking good for you, buddy. Uh, The stripes on the American flag represent what? The 13 original colonies. Oh, Lance. (laughs) Uh, The most consumed (laughs) manufactured drink in the world is what? Ooh. Oh, coffee. Close. Tea. Ah, tea. same thing, man. Same thing. Same thing. Okay. Uh, you got three correct, so we got two more to go. You still have a pass if you want to use it. If an individual is suffering from emphysema, what organ of the body is primarily affected? That would be their lungs. Oh, Lance. It's like you're losing more. Uh, the uh, the sun makes up approximately what percentage of matter in our solar system? 50%, 85%, or 90%? So we're not talking about space. We're talking about actual matter. I would go 90%. 90% is correct. Did not use a pass. You only got one wrong. That means that you got four out of five or five out of six. Mahoney with the dunk. Well done. I like Lance. He seems like a nice guy. Should we give him, should we give him tickets? <laughs> no, nah, screw it. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. 
So there was a big surprise this past weekend. Uh, my wife's family all came in from around the country. Um, and the reason why is because it was a surprise party for my wife's grandma. How old's your wife's grandma? 80 years old. A surprise party for an 80-year-old. surprise party for an 80-year-old. So there was a couple hundred people at this surprise party. It was like at her church's gym. And they like set up tables and had a slideshow going back to like 1943 when she was born. They got a gym? They had a whole like rec center at their church. Like a gymnasium. Yeah, like a gymnasium. Yeah. I was in there. I was like, they were like. What do you think on the elliptical? They got equipment. They got free weights in there. CrossFit in there. You can have cake, but you got a bench. We're going to some barbies, Grandma. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. So, uh, and it was really sweet because, you know, my wife's grandma is uh, the sort of like loving, doting grandma who does everything for everyone all of the Uh time. She's baking cookies. And she always like has like little gift baskets for everyone wow. around the holidays, like just always thinking about everyone, every birthday, every holiday, all of that stuff. Yeah, gr- and only real grandmas make cookies. For <laughs> for a legit surprise to be pulled off with like people flying in from around the country I mean, and the a whole lot of people. Well, grandma's probably not on social media. That'd probably be pretty easy. Well, she's not on social media, but she does like FaceTime very regularly okay. with her family members. And so like they had secretly come into town and they didn't know. She didn't know that they were here, and so they were like having to like act like they weren't in town or make sure there was nothing that would go look to any white wall. Okay, Audrey's got all of the answers. I did it, but it was it was a production because there's a lot of people involved, right? Fair. I mean, I feel like being able to hide something from like an 80 year old woman would be fairly easy. She's a very shrewd 80 year old. You don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so anyway, long story short, surprise gets pulled off, and it's perfect. She like she's it? in tears the oh. whole bit. It was oh, great. Sweet. But my my wife and you know her mom, who's obviously the daughter, mm-hmm. um, you know worked really hard, and they had like all this stuff that they made with like balloon arches, and like really kind of went above. Oh, and your wife does, lo- like lives she, for any like, reason to make th- a balloon arch, th- throwing parties. Like, yeah, I mean she's like, thing. I mean really, like when all your kids are grown. And or in school full time, like she should be a, a balloon arch lady, no, a b- <laughs> event planner, planner for yeah. sure. No, for I mean, real, she, she's excellent at that stuff. Uh, but as you can hey, imagine, think about all the money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if we can, just event get planners a, make like if you're trying to hire an event planner, they're expensive. Yes. So maybe you're onto something. You hear that, babe? If you're listening, time to get to work. <laughs> and you got you got a workforce with all the kids too. That's right. <laughs> Put all the free child labor. Yep. So yeah, that's what makes the world go around. So they say so get all the decorations up. So this this like make grandma cry. They went earlier in the day and they set everything up and then they came back to the house. You know, get everyone dressed, all the kids ready, and we end up deciding that we're going to take two cars because with her mom in town and all the kids, and then we had a whole bunch of stuff. I was like, I'll just drive my car as well yeah. and I'll follow you there. But as, as you'd imagine, like getting all of the kids ready, and it's kind of like coming down to uh-huh. it. The countdown is on. Sure, everyone knows when they need to arrive, and it's very specific times. So that way, they don't ruin the surprise. Uh, my wife and I leave at the same time in our vehicles, and so she pulls out, and she's got her mom and all the kids in her car, and then I'm in my car, and she does this. I don't know if this has ever happened to you before, but it startled me. So I'm backing out of the garage after she had already backed out. And all of a sudden, there's this giant crash. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, Did I drive into something? Was there something behind Your my car that I didn't see? Did I not turn the wheel enough? And I like ran into the water softener? Like, what? Because it was loud. And then I realized that my wife had shut the door on me as I was backing out oh, of the garage. no. I've so, done that. So it was one of those things where, like, she just pulled out and she's, you know, probably having conversation and instinctively hit the button. I'm halfway out of the garage. And, like, on top of my car, it's got this, like, 
permanent, like short antenna that kind of that, looks like a your, fin. That's your serious, uh, your XM stuff. Yeah, it's like yeah. A, it's like a yeah, that's it's your satellite antenna. radio. Yeah, and so it just hit that, and it jarred the garage door enough where it, like knocked it off the tracks, oh. and I'm just like, oh my god! So I get out, and I'm like, what is happening? And my wife's just like, I'm so sorry, and I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> You're like, I guess I'm not going now. Yeah, I'm, I'm stuck. I gotta stay here, here fix, fix the garage. Grandma's gonna FaceTime. Just FaceTime yeah. me at the party. Because here's the thing. I, I don't know if you've ever had to repair a garage door, Audrey. Have yeah, you heard every horror story that I ever have? It's me. It's your mirrors. Arch- it's the mirrors. Nemesis is a garage. Yeah, no, I know, but it's your side view mirrors in your front. But, like, have you damaged the garage door before? So I've never run directly into a garage door like that, but, like, You're my more old like house. like the side of the garage. No, but yeah. my old house was really bad. We had to have that fixed at least three times because it, it was an earlier home, like 2002 home. So the tracks, like, especially like, where we live, you have to grease them. And I didn't know you had to grease them so they would get off and the springs would snap. And you can't wow. mess with that Dude, yourself. It sounds like, like a gunshot when that spring yeah. snaps. Yeah. It just happened at my yeah. house. How much, so did, were you able to get the garage door back on the tracks while you were there? Yeah, so let me just tell you like how fun those like 30 minutes were. Because we had enough time where I was able to, like, you guys go ahead. You in like two tight khakis? Because I, I feel a, like anytime I, you do she, family events, you were wearing two tight khakis. She tried to talk me into them. You, you, you were in you jeans. You fought back? I resisted. You were in <laughs> jeans and your black t-shirt? Uh, it wasn't a black t-shirt. It was a black button down and uh-huh. then gray jeans. Okay. So, you know, not like... Similar not to the difference. It's called a compromise, you the guys. The anti-wranglers. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, it's still winter. I feel like that's a, that's a good outfit to wear for a party. I don't know if, if you guys feel the same way, though. Like, when you're ready for, like, an event like that, the last thing you want to do is, like, Any. start getting your hands, like, covered in grease, because that's what happens. Or well, sweating. Make sure that you didn't sweating. hurt yourself. Because, I mean, for real, they tell you that, like, simpletons like us, who are not... Well, and you see these burst. hands, like, they've never done a day's work in their lives. They're so soft you and know, pristine. You do stuff around the house. I try. But, yeah, so but I mean, that, that's kind of scary for you to be messing with the garage it, for real. It wasn't so much the grease on the hands; it was the sweating thing. Yeah, because you know what I'm talking about, Mahoney. Like you start moving around a lot, like yep. messing around Dude, garage doors. You're like, Any I mean, I'm going to sweat now. through this shirt. Yeah. Like I, uh, you know, you I, had more black shirts. What do you say? What do you? Well, but that was not, not, the, not the button clean. Down. It was ready to go. Yeah, you only have one black button down. Well, they, when did, the, how many? How I many settled on a black button down. Wear the last ten years. I don't wear a lot. Anyway, so I I finally fix it, but I only sort of fixed it uh-huh. where it's like it's still kind of like on. hits the roof every time because like the bottom little uh, seal thing is like partially off, and I'm just like, man. The track bent a little? Or? No, the track, I don't think it bent, and I did sort of kind of fix it temporarily, Dude. but I'm just like, man. got to call like, somebody. Yeah. got to call somebody. This, it's it's, it's going to be pricey. It's going to be pricey. Always. It's garage door stuff, un- unnecessarily pricey. Is it unethical to bill my wife? No. Send her a- You are billing yourself. <laughs> I know. That would be you billing yourself. No, put this on the IOU so when the kids are in school and she does become an event planner, you'll you, have a You owe me $400 yes. in eight years. Plus interest. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. What artist or band do you always recommend when someone asks for a music recommendation? Message deleted. I mean, music is like food. You got you got to know who's asking what they like. Just like blanket 
seems hard. I don't ever recommend music artists to people. I mean, th- there's songs. shows, so, there's shows certainly, right? But sometimes there's like a song, like, oh, I think you'd really like this song because I know that person. But it's never like, tell me what musical artist I should enjoy. And you're my, like, That's not for me. My musical recommendations have slowed down. I mean, literally, the last time I recommended music to somebody was like my wife and I when we were first dating, like twelve years ago. You know, that means you're getting old, right? No, I know, but I mean, I was recommending new bands and stuff to her, and still there's stuff like that, but I'm just not... Who am I recommending stuff to? Like, Audrey's am I got, recommending anything to you or Audrey? No, but Audrey's got this look on her face, because she loves recommending music. I do, I, yeah. and it's in playlist form. Yeah. Because I like... It's a vibe. Mm-hmm. It's a mood. Yeah. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. It's a place. Mm-hmm. It's... And, and whatever music is within like that I've playlist. Seen you, I've seen you do that before, right? Where like on yeah. social media, you're like, here's a playlist for my romantic mood or whatever it is. Yeah, I just did it really recently for Valentine's Day. For Valentine's Day, Mm -hmm. okay. All right, yeah. But So you get like a wide menagerie of sorts. Would you say that, who is, who's consuming that? Would you say that you have like friends that are like, oh my God, I went and downloaded that playlist and it was incredible? Does that happen a lot when you recommend them? Not necessarily. So a while back I actually um, started doing one that was specific for like winter Mm. and I asked a bunch of people to kind of like give like what is their winter song, right? Like what is something that just sets the mood for whenever you're driving, if it's raining, the leaves are turning, or if there's snow on the ground because that's a certain kind of vibe. Like there are certain things that kind of like embody a winter feel. And I got a lot of feedback and a lot of people were like, hey, like, post the thing i never did but because <laughs> i ended up actually not making the playlist but with that being said there are people who search for certain things to fill a mood and it's not like overwhelming i've got like almost ten thousand followers on instagram and not all ten thousand people are clamoring for my playlist but there are people who view them and yeah so i just make them and post them and if you like them awesome if not i love making playlists it's like one of my favorite things to do in my downtime. I hate it. I love it. It's my fa- it's truly one of my favorite, and it's a part of uh, music discovery as well. I get mad at myself for not making more playlists because I like I go to the gym and I have like five workout playlists, yeah. but it's the same ones that I made like eight years ago. I made two like, playlists that's like still Breaking fun. Benjamin. Still, I made yeah. a '90s alternative playlist uh-huh. about five six years ago, yeah. but I spent weeks on it. I went through you know like all the charts, billboards, looked at like this thing called Media Base. Where Seeing you if there's any like missing ones that you'd forgot about. Going to about, all yeah. the radio, big rate alternative radio stations and radio stations across the country that I, you know, during that like that era to find songs. And there's yeah. like to find the forgotten. I think there's like 800 songs on there, but it's like the only one that I need when I want to listen to that type of music. But I, I, I do, I want to amend what I'm saying about not making recommendations. I haven't made a in person recommendation about music to anybody in like 12 years, and that was my wife. But. If you do follow me on Instagram, like Audrey was saying, I do put songs that I do like as traditionally on my stories when I'm posting. Uh, Your like Warzone a, wins? My Warzone wins, because that's all I post. <laughs> okay. Please leave a message after the tone. So those are song My daughter's 12, and I've been preparing her for weeks. I was like, you know, you're 12 now. You're not going to be getting Valentine's candy and all that stuff from me. She's also been asking for a hamster, and I said, no, not a chance. But I ended up finding this cute little Squishmallow hamster that's holding a little heart filled with confetti in it and got her a card. She wasn't expecting anything, and she gets home from school, and there's the hamster and the card and a little blown-up balloon. And it just made her day. So I actually feel kind of good for falling in and doing the corporate holiday nonsense. Well, your kids, well, your kids is totally count. different. I mean, our, it's, yeah, not even the same as our spouses. Doing things for your kids, sure. I, I'll tell you, man, like there is something so pure about 
like as a girl dad, because I've got three little girls, yeah. like giving them little presents like that for Valentine's Day or taking them to the daddy-daughter dance. Like, there's mm-hmm. just some real magic that's there, and there's no cutoff for me. Like, if my 37-year-old daughter wants a hamster and a helicopter, she's getting it. You say that until she's living at home at 37 days. I know, yeah, I know. Like, that's the thing. You got four kids. I'll start. You've seen, you seen the real estate world out there, how, how expensive houses are? Like it's, if she's still it's living Gen Z millennials, it's hard to buy houses right now. Can you imagine whatever generation they are, like twenty years, twenty five years from now? If she's still houses? living at home at thirty seven, I'm going to start pooping my pants just because it's her job to take care of me. I, it won't be a medical thing. Won't need to be pooping my pants. I'm just going to start voluntarily. You, I mean, you statistically though, you have you got four. I mean, you have four kids, so statistically, one of them will probably take care of you for sure. Yeah. Only Which, one. The other only, three are going to be doing their, three own doing their own but thing. One but will, one will rope in. Yeah, one freeloader in there. Yeah. My sister is 24, and she still lives at home. Mm-hmm. And that's actually a lot of millennials are, are doing sure, this sure, because yeah. rent is crazy. Too damn high. Rent's expensive. <laughs> it's so Owning's, expensive. Yep. Living by yourself question. is, yeah, unless you have a significant other who's sharing the rent with you, living by yourself yeah. is really tough. So um, I what the thing, though, is, is that she doesn't pay rent. She doesn't do any of that, which is brilliant. Great for her. Love that. But she's now getting into that exact thing that you said, Dave. Like, she is now the caretaker child. There's a threshold yeah. of living at home yep. for too long now, to yeah. where now then you start to feel bad because you see your parents getting older and you're mm-hmm. like, dang, do I just stick it out? Because, like, I've already made it this far. Like, do I continue on this, like, living with them journey? It's a, it's a slippery slope, right? It's because a slippery then slope. if, like, you do end up going off and you find some person that, you know, you want to move across the country for, then you feel all guilty about that because you're the caretaker. And right. It's just a, it's a vicious cycle. It is. Especially when you have a vindictive dad that's going to poop his pants for no reason But you're all. not going to do that because mm-hmm. if you did, you would be pooping behind your spy, your spy thumbprinted uh, right, office yeah. and she won't be able to get it because her thumbprint does not access that room. <laughs> it, it, when, when your kids are of the, of that age where <laughs> you're going to be doing that, Dave, Uncle Mahoney will come in and uh, do the dirty work and put you in a home for him. <laughs> I love dogs, but um, I don't know how I feel about drug dogs, though, because pretty much they're trained snitches. I don't know if my love for dogs is overshadowed by my hate for snitches. I don't know about that. Message deleted. But they're dogs with jobs, man. Like, that's their one job, and they don't know better. They, they don't, don't know, know they were, like, raised like, to be a snitch. Yeah, it's like, it's like you find, like, 37 kilos of meth, and, like, you get to play with a ball. You know? <laughs> you, you don't know that you're diving everyone out. You know out. what? That's actually pretty horrible. We don't get... We, they don't get paid. Yeah, no. they should get paid. Balls were... It's, uh, we should call OSHA. All they do, all they do, is withhold fun until the dog locates drugs. Yep, like that is rough, man. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Call or text us at eight three three yo dumb and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Audrey, you've talked a lot about how you uh, are influenced sometimes, not all the time, by uh, Instagram ads. I mean, for example. Joe Rogan's Alpha Brain. Oh my God, I can't get enough of it's it. It's made you so smart. Yeah, dude, I Sharp am. On I am on the Alpha Brain. So uh, I've just noticed you've been a lot wittier, a lot quicker. Yes. More, you look well rested. I don't know if that's a result of Alpha Brain, but you just seem smarter. So into Alpha Brain, I take it not once, not twice, three times a day. Recti- I, rectally. Rectally. <laughs> and I do enjoy it. 
<laughs> That's what me and my boyfriend are into now. Yeah. <laughs> Through a bong. Yeah. I beer bong my alpha brain. In, in, the, in the butt. Yes. <laughs> okay. So the reason why Audrey loves mentioning alpha brain so much is not because that garbage actually works. It's because she likes- We don't know. It might. No, knows. no, no. Joe it's, Rogan knows everything. Dave. Sure he does. <laughs> <laughs> no, she loves messing with my algorithm. Now all that happens is I get these ads for Alpha Brain, and it's so annoying. You know, what's even funnier is that I obviously, because I say it as often as well, it comes on my feed, dude, all of the time. And it does. TikTok doesn't get sarcasm, right? Right. But the funniest one that has been targeted towards me is one about wives. I don't know if you've seen this one, but it'll literally be like a narrator. And it's just this like slob of a human just sitting there scrolling on their phone, like hunched over in the shape of the, the shrimps. Yeah. And just <laughs> sitting there like a shrimp an, of a person. healed shrimp. <laughs> Uncooked. Like literally just, <laughs> just scrolling. And it's like, I... Watched my wife slave over TikTok for hours daily. And then I started giving her alpha brain. And she started becoming so productive around the house. And then just shows this wife in like two times speed, like doing chores. And I'm like, what? What is this saying? What are what is alpha brain targeting? Well, you, are you like supposed to secretly poison your wife with, or drug your wife with alpha brain with to alpha make her brain. productive? Yes. Also, forget alpha brain. Just give her Adderall. Like, just <laughs> yes. give her speed. Yeah. I get so emotional in Adderall. Oh, do you? Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. Because like, I'm already so emotional. But yeah, no. So it's a joke, a running joke, and, and uh, whenever you hear me talking about it, it's just because I really like messing with everyone around me's algorithm. I want to see how much alpha brain we can get pushed. So normally, it's not like the uh, the celebrity endorsed products that get me, but uh, you know how much of a fan I am of Ted Lasso, and the uh, the new season of Ted Lasso is coming out next month, which people are very excited about, understandably so. Jason okay. Sudeikis is a national treasure, uh, but the uh, the producers of Ted Lasso decided that they're going to roll out a Ted Lasso-themed ice cream. And I'll be the first to say that I will gladly put the biscuits with the boss flavor, uh, the Ted Lasso-flavored ice cream, directly into my mouth. What's in it? Do we know? It's a combination of shortbread cookie crumbles and salted butter sweet cream ice cream that reflects uh, the Coach Lasso, Jason Sudeikis, and his love of baking. Okay. Okay, I mean that just sounds like a great ice cream. Yeah. I remember when Salted all of the butter. celebrities started mm-hmm. doing all mm-hmm. of their. Remember when Jimmy Fallon had his own ice cream for it was a little like bit? A competition, Kimmel maybe. Right? Yeah. It was like the, all the late night guys, like Colbert had one too, and they were actually pretty good. It was like Ben and Jerry's, I think, that partnered yeah. with them. Yeah, yeah. There was a there was a bunch of those that that were out and about, and I'm surprised that the Kardashians or like Snoop Dogg or like George Clooney, <laughs> all these people who are like really into just. Products. Do you think that's the next thing? Because I mean, tequila was the thing, right? Like George Clooney, booze, yeah, kind of led the way. Fifty Cent did too. Mm -hmm. Was it Fifty Cent or P Diddy? P Diddy was P Diddy. Ciroc. Uh, made a boatload. Whatever he's calling himself these days. Whatever. Uh, But then George Clooney made literally like a billion dollars by selling Casamigos. Yeah, but Casamigos. Um, which was a huge hit, and then everyone else has kind of got into it. A few of them have sort of worked. Kendall Jenner has hers. Which yeah. is, we were just talking about the Kardashians. The only reason why I bring hers up, I do not like it at all. It's no. like a 818 or something. 818, which tastes like uh, like swill, I guess. And then like Conor McGregor's Proper 12 is fairly trash as well. Uh, but, you know, they, it it's works It's just a thing to do. Yeah. But the, uh, the ice cream, I don't know if that works for everyone, but like Snoop Dogg, you think would work actually quite well with ice cream. Oh, my gosh, because what do you want when you're high? Ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah. Like a Shaquille O'Neal ice cream would be also, I think, very on brand. I don't know why. But, but he's just got like Chicken Chacks and I Papa know. John's. 
So what would you would you just combine the two? I mean, he, yeah, he's already got like the junk food category on lock. You could call it like chicken and waffle ice cream. Chicken and waffle. Whoa! Ice cream. Could you imagine just that on? Oh, on just a big old scoop of a like ice cream on top of a waffle. Yeah. Oh, with some like honey butter drizzle on top. Damn. Oh my god, that sounds so good. Man, if I don't get paid for these ideas that I am using specifically because I have been on Alpha Brain for so long and coming out with so many good ideas. Audrey, your idea was simply just ice cream in a cone. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. Dave and Mahoney. So Mark Wahlberg has decided to sell his very modest home in Los Angeles, and it didn't go for exactly what he thought. He had to uh, bring down the price a little bit. Uh Uh, He had to bring it down $32 million. It's still sold for $55 million, but he had it listed at 87.5. That's a pretty big swing. Oh, pretty big uh, miscalculation there. I was watching some, one of those real, it might have been million dollar listing where I think they originally put that house up and it had like a full ass gym. Like a, it is, no, because he wakes up at 4 a.m. every day to work out, which is bananas. It's got a waterfall, a pool, a grotto, tennis, basketball courts, a private spa, movie screening room, 5,000 bottles, wine cellar, uh, but still the 12-bedroom, 20-bathroom mansion with a guest house, not going to get $87.5 million. Only so he's just going to have to settle for $55 gonna million. Live? Yeah. Um, poor guy. I love him. Mark I didn't Walter? know that I loved yeah. him until... You know, I found out that I loved him. Like, I, I don't know how to explain that because, you know, my my mom's generation loved him whenever he was like, you know, bebopping around in his Calvins sure. as, as a young tot. And then now he's just like the silly comedy guy who's the same person in every single movie that he plays. Mm-hmm. But I watched the movie Two Guns with him and Denzel Washington I've the never other heard day. Of that Me either. It's not great, but it's like every other Mark Wahlberg funny duo style movie. It's a comedy? Yeah, when okay. you Action become comedy, so famous, like every other movie, yeah, you just start playing yourself. That's great. I mean, that's, that's like that's the best that's thing when ever. you've ascended. Yeah, you're not casting Mark Wahlberg to play a character. You're just casting Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, yes, and maybe he's a sniper. Maybe he's a a, a cop who's a buddy with Will Ferrell or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like always, or Denzel Washington, or Denzel Washington, also buddy cop movie. Yeah, you just want Mark Wahlberg. Because he's lovable. He's a likable dude. I didn't did, know. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I wouldn't disagree. I like Mark Wahlberg's stuff, but you just kind of have to go in with an expectation that, that is Mark Wahlberg. this is what you're going to get. Yeah. yeah. Uh, something that has been getting kind of railed by the critics is the new Ant-Man movie. Still did big numbers at the box office. Uh, $120 million at the box office. Damn. So that's, uh, that's pretty, pretty strong for, uh, for Ant-Man. How many Ant-Mans has there been? Is, is this, this is a third. The se- this is the so third? there's Ant-Man, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and this is like Ant-Man uh, okay. and the Wasp 2, whatever. Okay, well, I'm not sure we needed three Well, Ant-Man. I like Ant-Man, and I think, you know, Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd. Paul Rudd, we, again, a guy who's not pr- a particularly great actor. Uh, he's, but he's Paul Rudd. But he's Paul Rudd. And, and so everyone loves Paul Rudd. And we love Paul Rudd. It's like Jason Bateman. Just... Uh, you know, Jason Bateman actually has some range, right? Because he's like really funny, yeah. but then he also like in Ozark played a great dark character. Yeah. But it's um, just himself. But he's still just Jason Bateman, just dark Jason yeah. Bateman. Um, Ant Man and critics, the Lost Quantum Mania, forty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, according to the critics. But the audience at eighty four percent. Yeah, so. everybody I've talked to who's seen it said 
It was okay. It's yeah. just another Marvel movie, which I think you know there, there's a lot of fatigue that's going on right now, which is unfortunate because I thought the Ant Man series actually had some pretty good things going for it overall. Because yeah. you know the comedy aspect and Paul Rudd's just so likable. So I blame uh, Thor. I think Thor, the new Thor, was the one that started the fatigue within the last year. And I mean, because you had Thor, and then you had Black Panther, mm-hmm. like. There's what a swing, an absolute swing. And it's like you have no idea what you're going to get whenever you go into those movies as far as like actual quality of a movie. Black Panther, obviously massive. And then again, you have Thor, where it's just the only funny thing that was happening is screaming goat. Big ass goats. Didn't even see it. So dumb. It's just dumb. So, yeah, I understand the fatigue and it sucks because Paul Rudd is a treasure of a human being. Yeah. I mean, Disney's even talked about it. They're slowing down the Star Wars and Marvel franchises, even though those are two of their biggest moneymakers. But if you just dilute the product enough yeah you know i mean it hasn't hurt fast and furious you know but there's been, it though but there's more but there's more marvel movies than there are fast and furious but movies. i think i think fast and furious is very much like the mark Wahlberg of movie franchises where it's like there's no expectation of quality like for marvel for a long time like you really thought that you were getting great story arcs and character development yeah. and it was going to be built to something film, whereas big. fast and furious you're like all right, this time I'm going to drive a car out of a skyscraper only higher up than last time. Hell yeah. And when it crashes, it's not going to crash into the ground. It's going to crash into another skyscraper. You know, some I think part of it, too, and I think why maybe the Fast and Furious movies have held up the way that they do, I mean, th- versus some of the Marvel stuff, just excessive CGI. You yeah, know, I mean, and that's why, effects. like, you look at Mission Impossible. I think Mission Impossible is probably the pinnacle for action films out there, no matter what your thoughts are on Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. He's crazy, but he's a great action star. But they, all the practical effects in those particular yeah. movies Meanwhile, just like, hold up so better. Same thing with, like, Bad Boys. Yeah, like, nut low when it comes to the CGI, just jumping the shark, was Black Adam for me. Yeah. Like, just, it almost seemed like an animated movie. Like, it was just terrible. I Should've watched that. For one whole minute. And it, as soon as The Rock oh started levitating through the air, saying no words and like doing like all these laser things, I was like, I, if Ow. you have watched that whole movie, I, I, I don't want to know what else you've watched. I disrespect you as a person. <laughs> it's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Are you an old do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Mahoney, you're a big gamer. Mm-hmm. Have you gotten, like, really into any video game soundtracks? I have a friend who is obsessed with them. This guy buys them on vinyl, like Skyrim and all that. Message deleted. Not so much in that particular regard. Uh, I did order a soundtrack from some of the early Sierra um, video games. I mean, those are from like the late eighties, early nineties. Hero like Quest, Sierra, Kings Quest. My goodies. No, not 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 Sierra with a C. Sierra with the like the mountains. Uh, okay. So I I have ordered that. But I will say one of the one of my all time favorite soundtracks from a video game or the Borderlands series, the very first Borderlands game. I think part of the success between the art direction, the gameplay, the soundtrack for that just really, I think, connected with people. They used KG Elephant's Ain't No Rest for the Wicked to, like, open up the series, no, to I mean, open, that, up, like, open up the game, and I was like, damn. That's cool if it's a song that is already a song, but can you imagine, Audrey, if, I mean, because this girl was talking about her friend that buys them on vinyl, if... 
you're over at a guy's house, and it's like a nightcap, you know, and you guys are having a glass of wine, and he busts out the vinyl, and then he puts on Halo. the soundtrack to Halo, <laughs> and you're sick. just like, God. No, I mean, the one that I was thinking of that I'm surprised you didn't say, uh, the one that I guess is just my generation and everybody who talks about it is just, you're supposed to be in the know. Tony Hawk. Oh, I mean, yeah. Because it's a mashup of all kinds of songs Dude, to make the perfect mix tape. The NHL, yeah. the old NHL series, did a really surprise. Like the games were mid, but the soundtracks were always fire. Yeah, same thing. Kind of Madden, you know, all those like e, you know, two thousands EA sports titles. Uh, whoever's doing the music direction of those were were pretty good. But yeah, I'm with you. There's very few that like the accord, the the uh, the orchestral arrangements. That I want to listen to, even when I listen to like uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack, movie soundtrack, and you get some of those in there, I'm like, eh, skip. I just want to get to the songs. I could see myself going solo to the Wolfenstein uh, soundtrack for the, the the original. Yeah, from back in the day, the, the VGA version. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty sexy. Please leave a message after the tone. I think we all know about how you all feel about weed being legalized, but what about mushrooms? Message deleted. All sure. of it. Sure. Legalize it. Yeah, just I mean, don't. You have to make sure that people. You know, if you're if you're doing it and you're putting other people in harm, that is unacceptable. Same way alcohol is. We regulate those things the same way we regulate alcohol. Yeah, I think it's just kind of a silly take to be like, well, we can't do a breathalyzer for these sort of things like weed or you know any type of hallucinogenic. Um, the same that we can use for alcohol. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I, it's just, I actually have a friend of mine, uh, cause I was saying this take about mushrooms cause they've been doing a lot of stuff for PTSD and, you know, with the vets and stuff like that. She was like, well, my brother had a psychotic break because of mushrooms. Sure. I'm like, but that, but that is absolutely everything. You can get a, in a car after having a beverage and kill yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get in a car. Smoking weed is not the best thing. People are out here hotboxing all day long because there's no proper legal place to be smoking weed. You can abuse anything. Yes. But that's the same but thing with... make choices, with take personal responsibility. Prescription pills as well. And we yeah. see that constantly. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, it all comes down to, and two really important words here, personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. You are personally responsible for the things that you do. And going, okay, well, let's just make sure that, you know, we're... we're Making everything illegal because that's the way it's always and been. You can't. Because you can't handle something doesn't mean somebody else can't. Please leave a message after the tone. How much masturbation is too much for marriage? Daily, weekly, monthly, yearly. Message deleted. I mean, there's no right or wrong answer. I mean, there's no yearly. right answer. Can you imagine if you, like, treat yourself like Once you, a year. Yeah. <laughs> you put on a tuxedo. You book a hotel room. <laughs> Get some June, flowers. June 11th, yeah. I feel like there is too much, though. No, there is too much. There's absolutely but, too much masturbation. But that's if you're just not wanting to... Like, for real. Like, let's like really unpack that there. If you're not like, wanting you're just, to meet your partner's needs. Yeah. If, you know, if, 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 you're if your ignoring, needs don't line up. If you're, if you're ignoring them or less interested in them because you're just constantly going to town on yourself, yeah. that's a, that probably a problem. A problem. Yeah. I've heard it from a couple different people over the years. This isn't anything recent, but I've heard from a couple of people over the years that they will attempt to try and do it like before they have to bother was the word their partner Ah, with sex cool i mean there's not everybody has a perfect sexual relationship like everybody in this room (laughs) yeah i would just have a conversation but really i mean it's just uh 
it's just interesting to hear everybody because everybody's so different, right? Well, and people's drives change over time, and yes. especially as the relationship evolves. Your libido and, drops or something or happens, your you get on a medication. doesn't drop, yeah. right? Yeah. And then the other person's does, and you're kind of using that to bridge the gap. I think that there's yep. plenty of healthy ways to use that as well. Because as we get older, women get hornier and men don't. Yeah, why well, are you also horny? That's crazy. That is crazy. If I'd only known that at 18, the power... Oh. I could have wielded. Uh-oh. For older women? 46-year-old oh, yeah, lady. Oh, yeah. Man. Damn. Whew. Missed an opportunity. And now, all your horniness is gone, too. She go. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Audrey just blew my mind. I had no idea I was today years old when I discovered that microwaves have filters and you're supposed to change them. I guess so. What? I mean, my microwave had a little red light on it yesterday and I was like, whoa, what is this, is this mystery a... light I'm being spied on by the FBI? Oh, I didn't know. You... Thought their camera, they, for, the they feds, didn't turn off their camera they light. They might, in fact, the microwave, yeah. the, uh, yeah. the female body inspectors. Just like that shirt in Myrtle Beach said. Um, so the, you how, is this a new microwave? Because I've never in all of my years on God's green earth have ever seen a microwave that has an indicator light that says time to change the filter. See that on the fridge all of the time, right? Mm-hmm. With like the water filter, because mm-hmm. that's, I think, Common. the way that they make a bunch of money is just selling you new water filters. Um, but never have I even heard of this. Yeah, so um, I, to answer your question, I would say about like two, three years old, the microwave is. So new. Yeah, yeah Ish, newish. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, so again, we saw this red light, and I was like, what in the world? I've never even seen. There's a, a whole button on the front of your microwave, and it says replace filter. And you have to hold it for three seconds in order to, you know, like anything to say that you've replaced the filter, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. But we pulled the filter out. Guys, it was midnight black like oh. i and it was like greasy because it's the one that like catches underneath like all of the if you have a vent whenever you're cooking whatever it is on your stove that will ventilate up oh it was so foul i'm looking at it now i just googled dirty microwave filter which by the way i had to type the whole thing out it doesn't auto populate because yeah. it's just not something i guess people are searching for and yeah it looks like very reminiscent if you had an air filter for your house that you hadn't changed in years but or your greasy. car, but yeah, but covered in grease as well. So and that is gnarly. According to Maytag, a manufacturer of, uh, I guess they make microwaves as well, mm-hmm. besides dishwashers, mm-hmm. but uh, according to Maytag, how often do you think that you need to replace? So if you're doing your air filters, filters. every three months, right? Three to six months, isn't that what they say? Like you should be doing it. Every three to six months. Oh, I guess. No, maybe probably I mean, three. For, for like your normal one for your air in your house, it's every three months, I think, is how often you're supposed to change it. Uh-huh. And boy, if you've let one of those go before. Oh, yeah. They get rowdy. Yeah, it's nasty. Because some people say you're supposed to do it every month, and I feel like that's a lie. Some people okay. do, but I mean, maybe if you've got like real sensitive allergies or something. And but somebody yeah, probably just heard six months and was like, no. But I mean, honestly, who's remembering? See, like that's they, I feel like they lie to us about all this stuff. It's like with the oil change place, the people that came up with the, you need to change your oil every 3,000 miles was the oil change people. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to change your oil every 3,000 miles. Or your cap, your air filters or whatever it is. Like, they're like, every time you come in. Oh, they shame you. They're yeah. like, how they're like, could look you how foul that this bitch is. I've been car for 10 years. I don't care. So according to Maytag, how often should you change your air filters? I'm just going to go off my personal experience. Uh-huh. Uh, once every 43 years. I'm okay. going to say they're going to tell us that it's got to be three months or something ridiculous. 
according to Maytag. Mm-hmm. Microwave charcoal filters should be replaced at the very least every six months. However, if you cook frequently, check your filter every three months or so to see the level of soil and replace as necessary. I am telling you, it was black, black as night. And we pulled it out and we were like, well, okay, so maybe we could just rinse it off because it didn't look like a filter or like that you're used to, right? right? It's like a metal one. So I was like, well, maybe we just like rinse it off. It won't look as foul. And there's just no, there's no saving it. They're like like 10 bucks on Amazon. Yeah, we've got them. They're they're on the way. But now we're like, we can't, we're like, can we use the microwave now? Like, are we allowed to use the microwave? Will it explode if we don't have the filter in? Like, should we put the filter back in just so we could reheat these meatballs? Like, what do we do? What is the meatballs you're reheating? Uh, Yeah, we made healthy turkey and chicken. I like how you like make healthy turkey. You spend all this time making all this healthy food, Uh and then you just cook it in the the cancer filter. Yep, exactly. That's what I mean. Like, what in the world? Everything's killing us. Everything is murdering us, including time. Turkey meatballs. Oh, they look good. They do look good. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. Where the wind blows wild and free There's a lovely spot, just the only one That means home sweet home to me If you follow the old Kit Carson trail Till the desert meets the hills Oh, you certainly will agree with me It's the place of a thousand thrills Nevada, home means the hills, home means a sage in the pine, out by the trucky silvery rills, out where the sun always shines, here is the land that I love the best, fairer than all I can see. 